Alright, yo. So this is this should be the sixteenth episode of the podcast and uh today's episode is gonna be focused mainly on uh the hoop food version of Feed Companion, the basketball version. And I I wanted to just weigh in on the Jordan Poole Draymond Green situation and just my thoughts around it. I don't have too many thoughts around it, but just uh, I don't give enough love to the the basketball situation. And uh, as we, we we make this journey into basketball analytics, um, so I, I just wanted to kind of weigh in on it. And my thoughts, you know, are going to cover. You know, a, a, a array of things. So, I think Draymond Green is not a bad dude. I think that what he did obviously was messed up. He shouldn't have did it. Um, his inability to have control over himself is a bit uh, troubling. It's like it's like you need to you need that needs to be. Uh, put under a microscope of why is this dude not able to control himself better than this because it's not like he's you know right out of high school or right out of college at this point so he's he must be dealing with something because you know you can be a tough guy that's fine there's plenty of tough guys around everywhere but if you're doing stuff like that when you're a millionaire, you have millions of dollars in the bank. You're safe. You're not in no bad area. You're not even around anybody that's even doing anything that's that crazy. But you're acting in that manner. You see, like, like it's okay to be tough, but what are you tough in this environment for? So I, I, I look at Draymond Green like it doesn't really make sense. You know, I get that you're from Saginaw, Michigan, and all of that, but, um. Especially when you consider uh, the clip that was put out, you know, obviously it was a clip and we don't know the full extent of what was going on for him to do that. But uh, Jordan Poole didn't seem like he even wanted to fight him, right? Wasn't even trying to, you know, take it that far. And, you know, Draymond had some comments on the on the on the whole situation. And he said the video looks awful and he he didn't even think it was as bad until he saw the video. That I have a hard time, you know, just, you know, believing in in, in, in just. The reason why I say that is because at the end of the day, whether that video came out or not. If that's how you act, you you're a liability every time. And the fact and I think the bigger problem is that there's nobody that seems to be able to check Draymond on the Warriors team from any angle. You know, and even a lot of the uh stuff that they said public you know, publicly, you don't know what they said privately, but everything they said publicly, it didn't really seem like they were you know, they even said that he's not going to miss any games. And I'm like, I see, but this will kind of allude into my next, you know, part of the podcast where 
Draymond Green is very valuable to the Warriors. He always has been. He they wouldn't have any of those titles if it wasn't for him. That's a fact. You know, like Draymond Green's value to what they do is so important. You know, I personally as the Warriors would not trade him until I absolutely had to. Um I would try to get him to sign for whatever amount of money uh we could and I know everybody's saying oh Kaminga is coming and Wiseman and Moody and you know you already have Wiggins who's you know taking on more of a defensive assignment Draymond Green is somebody who you don't have to wonder about if they're going to show up he always does even if he's not playing well by conventional standards the guy skill set in the chemistry that he has with Curry is unlike anybody else in the league. I think he's more valuable than Clay. And I mean I really mean I I really believe that. He's way to me way more valuable than Clay Thompson. Um even when Clay was like pre-injury. And the reason why I think that is because the Warriors defense was the real reason why they were unstoppable. Yeah, they had the offense and you couldn't stop them because of the their ability to just get open but their defense was always elite for a reason they had a guy who could literally play the center position and not be a liability at six six you know six seven and then switch on the point guards and then also have the the offensive chemistry with curry to always find him and and has and just understands how he wants to play the game and then also has an incredible short roll ability where he can find the shooter on the corner or wherever. Like, this is what Draymond Green excels at. You know, better than almost anybody at his position. Actually, better than anybody at his position. By far, probably. You know, you know, maybe you can name a name or two who, you know, is there around him. But when you package everything I just said, there's nobody that's even like him in the league. And hasn't been anybody like him in the league. You know, it... It's maybe one or two names in history that you can even name that can do what he does. And it's not even a matter of whether they can. Have they done it? You know, there's Defensive Player of the Year awards that you can argue Draymond should have got. You know, it's like on, added on with the ones he got. So it, this is a different type of player. And I know he's about to, you know, 32, 33. I get all that. His value is very much still there. Very much. So I, I think the Warriors understand that. One thing I give them credit for is they know what they have. You know, they're not one of those franchises that just kicks people out the door and then regrets it. So I, I don't think they're going to want to get rid of Draymond. Um, but that doesn't mean that they won't have to. Uh, everything will be probably contingent on how Wiseman plays, how he develops, how Kam- Kam- uh Kaminga, you know, even how Wiggins, every all this stuff is moody. All this stuff is uh, going to affect the Draymond situation. And then, lastly, before I wrap this pod up, um, I wanted to kind of just go over Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, I don't really know what warranted him getting socked in the face like that don't we nobody really knows right at this point but 
Uh, I wanted to more so talk about, I think his value versus Draymond, with everything I just said, his value versus Draymond going forward, obviously, into the future is way more valuable. And that's not a controversial take, I wouldn't think. Um, his value into the future because the Warriors, you know, one thing I think they're they're heavily um, trying to, you know, invest in is like we don't want this to stop. We understand that we've been on top and we want to keep being on top. That's why they have such a young roster at this point, because they understand they, they they're ready to reload more than anything. And the fact that they got a guy like Jordan Poole, they found a guy like Jordan Poole, not at the and, and Curry's still much, very much, you know, in the league. He's not about to get out anytime soon. You know, he has at least, he could play as long as he probably wants, you know, honestly, and be pretty damn effective. So I think the fact that they found a Jordan Poole and, you know, he's so young and he's still, he's so legit too. It's not even like, you know, the whole Curry comparisons is not, even exaggerated in any kind of way. Obviously, he's not as good, but Jordan Poole is just, he's going to be amazing when he finally peaks out, and he's already good now. So I, I, I say that to say Draymond Green, if, if, you, if the Warriors end up having to choose between the two, definitely Draymond Green should be out that picture for sure. Um, I think that's no doubt about it. Um, but hopefully the Warriors... See, Draymond Green has a player option next year. And then a lot of people are saying, oh, he should play this year. And then they should see. And, you know, I'm like, I don't really... Under, like, I think if he plays out this year and Jordan Poole and him are, can coexist, I don't see why you would trade him. I would... I would really just try to get Draymond Green assigned for a pay cut and just be like, hey, we got to pay these other guys. And, you know, like, why would you at, at that at this point, why would you jump ship? I know money's important, but, you know, hey, I, I, I just really believe that, you know, what the Warriors have is special. And um, it's unfortunate that money's going to come in between the chemistry and the flow and you know it's hard to imagine this Warriors team without Draymond honestly the fact that they were able to really replace um Iguodala to some degree was kind of interesting you know and I thought that the fact that they lost Gary Payton the second was very unfortunate you know and I'm very interested to see how that works out this year so if they lose Draymond too um the Warriors' defense has been very good um, all through their years. If they lose Draymond and Iguodala, um, like they've been lucky to find guys like Wiggins. Um, we'll see how good Wiseman is at protecting the rim. Um, a lot of speculation on Kuminga that I think is a little bit premature. You know, I think you, some guys need to prove it in the playoffs and in, in the finals and etc. Regardless of their physical tools, um, but you know, other than that, I think the Warriors 
are in good standing. Um, and I don't have many more thoughts on it, but like I said, I think Jordan Poole is much more valuable than Draymond, but also I think you cannot underestimate just how important Draymond is to Curry's success. And I think if anybody needs Draymond, it's Curry. Um, the chemistry there is invaluable. The short road game that he has if Curry gets trapped, they can still reload and find Steph on relocation or find another guy like Clay. Like these are things that you know they all benefit from having a guy like Draymond on on the court, um, and even pull to that degree. So uh, I get it that you know the fight happened and you can't really coexist sometimes as men. You know, once stuff like that happens, but hope, you know, I will see, you know, we're living in, in, in new times, so maybe they can coexist. Um, and we'll see. Um, and then to kind of get off of that, who food at this point? Um, I am currently really getting into um, coding and because of that i'm really exploring basketball analytics for hoop food and then also um i'll probably do a video one day you know you know one day but honestly you know i'll ramp up pretty slow i am getting into the season um i'm not really a preseason guy but i am waiting for the season and um we'll see what happens um, I'm, I have so much on my plate right now with my other platforms that I'm not really putting a lot of emphasis on the basketball stuff, but we'll see what happens. And, um, you know, at best, I probably will continue to weigh in on like, you know, stuff like this, because uh, I just think this was something that's very important. And them as being the defending champs, it's, uh, it's just interesting seeing how everything's going to play out with uh, all those, you know, personalities. So. I'll catch y'all next time on the next spot.